Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Kenzie from the I Love You So Much podcast. On my show, we talk about everything, lifestyle, business, finance, beauty, you name it. My favorite part about the show is the amazing guests that we bring on. We have everyone ranging from like business experts to influencers, CEOs, creative masterminds. It's so much fun. If you guys want to find me on Instagram, it's just at Kenzie Elizabeth. I release new episodes every Thursday, so hope to see you there. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. Okay, guys, so life has been la crazy. Uh, I went to SNL. I went to the NFC Championship game for the Eagles, which is now sending us to the Super Bowl. So much has been going on. And I did talk a little bit about it last week with Anna Roisman, but I figured it was only proper to have my wife, also Taylor, back on because she was there too and like I don't know my brain is kind of Swiss cheese I should stop drinking so much and I figured there was probably some things that I forgot (laughs) from our fabulous weekend so Taylor Donahue welcome back to the podcast my love she's back hey girl hey hi oh you're gonna do that okay so now you're one more added to the list who refuses to say hey girl hey to me oh no one says that like 50% of the co-hosts on the Taylor Strecker show say it. Are they embarrassed? Do you feel bathos? I don't know. Some people are just like morally against it, which I respect and understand. What do they? Th- why? Um, I, I have a question. Do you know where it actually came from? Yeah, I do know where it came where? from. Tell me. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I remember it came out like when I was in college or high school. I mean, listen, I'm not going to lie. Is it, it like sometimes I worry about using Hey Girl Hey because I'm like, is this like appropriation? Like for real? Like I'm trying to be respectful. but um. I talked about it with enough people that I feel like I have the green light to use it. But like, I also need to acknowledge that like that you didn't come up with it. Well, yes, but it's also like culturally appropriative. Got you it. know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. So and like back in the day when I started using Hey Girl Hey, like I, I, I was completely blind in my privilege to even seeing that, you know, so I take full responsibility and ownership over that like blind spot. But then once my blind stop spot was removed, I was like, do I need to stop doing Hey Girl Hey? Um, Isn't it so funny that it like actually stuck? It's so crazy, like, honey. You, you said it, but everybody else said it too. I know. But why did it, why did it become your thing? <laughs> I don't know. And it's so funny because like whenever like a housewife says like Hey Girl Hey, I get DMs. People are like, Sonia stole your you know slogan, and it's like, and even like people will send me T-shirts or I don't know bumper stickers or fucking cups that say Hey Girl Hey. There was a girl on Instagram like maybe six years or, or I'm sorry, six months ago that was sent to me. 
and she was selling Hey Girl Hey merch and my audience was so mad. They were like, she's stealing from you. And Imagine. I was like, I'm like, guys, I don't really own Hey Girl Hey. <laughs> I'm just the best at marketing. Hey Girl Hey. Somebody owns Hey Girl Hey out there. It ain't me. And you're going to owe them a big check one day. I feel like Hey Girl Hey. Oh, you do not put that in the universe when we're trying to have a child. You're right. Please no one sue us. <laughs> IVF is very expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I like, I don't own Hey Girl Hey. Like, you know how Paris Hilton, like, um, that's trademark. Hot. That's hot. I tried to trademark. Hey, girl, hey! And guess what? It didn't work because it's way too much in the zeitgeist for me to do that. But yeah, I will say that I feel like I've tricked the world into thinking <laughs> that I'm some sort of like radio icon and therefore Hey, Girl, Hey is mine. But like, it isn't mine. Although I will say this, Kelly Ben Simone, like pfft, a year ago, came out with a podcast called Hey, Guys, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and when I tell you, I wanted to find her and beat her up. And I love <laughs> Kelly. I haven't seen her in a million years, but like when hey I guys, hey, hey I remember guys, hearing that. Hey guys, when hey. I do see her, like she's so nice to me and yeah. she always remembers me. She's wonderful. So like no shade to Kelly. Kelly, I hope Kelly comes back like on one of these um real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip show. You know what I mean? Like justice for Kelly Ben Simone. But I like I did I did not love it. And I will say I saw her, God, it was like three years ago. At this event, it was like a Botox event that Stassi was like the poster child for. And Hannah Burner was there. It was like a whole thing. And um, when I saw Kelly Ben Simone, she was like so sweet and great and everything. And then like, because I follow her, I started seeing that she was doing these videos because she's like selling real estate now. Mm -hmm. And which is so funny because I would always say if like me being talent never worked out, I'm going to get my real estate license. <laughs> but like now it's like so flush with amazing talent. Like Selling Sunset killed my dreams. So um, I guess I'll just have to be a therapist then. <laughs> or a real estate agent. Enter why? I can't be a real estate agent. I why? Just, that's what I just said I couldn't be. Oh. You're not even listening to me. Oh, God. oh my God. We're like four minutes in and you're not even listening. <laughs> Turn off the sports. I was thinking about Turn off the sports. I'm you not were thinking sports. about the Super Bowl. No, I was thinking about a story about Kelly Ben Simone. <laughs> <laughs> I know what story. I know. So I had no, no, no. So I know this couple. No, I have this guy. I know this couple that I'm close with, and <laughs> a guy and a wait, girl. Can you tell the story? Or yes, are we gonna yes, get in trouble. No, I can tell it. And but what if Kelly hears it? It's fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna say where or who. But there's this couple, and the guy is handsome, so hot, and she has like always no, been obsessed with him let me just say i like i've known kelly for a while and like she is really a wonderful person yeah. she's also and completely boy crazy which we've all seen over the years and yeah, she just like dry I humps say, boys no you can't Not say boys. she dry humps boys men men <laughs> but you can't say that she doesn't well let me finish my story no let me just say real quick she does crush on guys hard like i remember there was somebody who i used to know <laughs> who i feel that about but i remember that he had a story that he ran into Kelly on the sidewalks of New York and she was like very flirtatious. Did so she dry hump him? <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Just Don't kidding. Tell Kelly you're sorry. Kelly, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I really do like you. <laughs> Just No, she definitely, she likes a hot man and she like isn't ashamed. You know? She's a, she isn't ashamed of getting her flirt on. And you know what I think it is too? If she was a troll lady, nobody would give a fuck. But because she is spectacularly beautiful, I think it definitely slaps a little bit different. And like the guys are uncomfortable because they're like, is she is kind of hot though. It's not like an insult. And then the ladies are kind of like, what get away from my manses. So yeah. Yes. So we know this couple and she 
they've known each other for a really long time. Perfer- per- peripherally. She knew the the man for a long time. <laughs> the way you're telling the story. She did not know. She, she knew the man She actually one. still doesn't know the woman one. <laughs> and for years, whenever she would see the man one, she would just like run up to him and jump into his, not arms, on his body without the arms. And so... Because like, his arms would be pressed pressed down his, against his side. Yes. No touching, no touching, no Holding touching. Holding his boner like, down. Yes. <laughs> Don't even say. See, now you're going to get trolled for different reasons. No, no, no. This guy, when he sees Kelly, he's like, when I was six years old at antique stores with my mom. Hands behind the back. Truly. <laughs> truly. And so then the his now wife was like, what the fuck? Every time you see, every time Kelly Van's friend sees you, she jumps on you. So one time we were in the car on the West Side Highway. Oh, you were in the car? Now you're giving away information, Rita. No, it's a friend. Okay. And I was in the back seat. And we're we're stopped at a red light. (laughs) Fucking Kelly Van's phone is jogging in the middle of the street on the West Side Highway. And she's jogging in place next to the woman's, no, the man's window. Yes. And the woman turns over and was like, fucking Kelly Benson is right there. And running in like shorty shorts. And he just like put his hand up like, please, God, don't just like jump into the car right now. I like keep myself laughing. It was so funny. She was like, fucking Kelly Benson. So Kelly started doing these real estate videos. Yeah. And in the videos, she would start every video with, hey, guys, hey. And I was like, hey, Kelly. Come on now. So like, yeah, it definitely. So even though I don't own Hey Girl Hey, I do still feel this ownership over it. So I mean, Andy Cohen calls you Hey Girl Hey. He does call me Hey Girl when Hey. When we're walking down the street, people say Hey Girl Hey. That's, that's my that's, moniker. And even like thing. people who are on the Taylor Shucker show, like like we we call it like the, like the Hey Girl Hey moment. Like most of them have been quote unquote, it's like a verb. Hey Girl hey But not all of them have. And like a couple recently were like, oh my God. I got my first hey girl hey. So <laughs> it's definitely mine. Where's the weirdest place you ever got a hey girl hey? Because oh, I'll tell you mine. Oh, I'll tell you right now. I just shouted out on my Instagram this week, but I'll do it again. Sunny, my girl. I was oh. on her podcast. She's to not die weird, for. but it's a good one. I if I'm saying your last name wrong, girl, I'm sorry. I think it's Abada. Sunny Abada. She is adorable. And this is the thing, too. It was like the greatest hair girl because I was like, I thought she was Leah McSweeney from Real Housewives of New York. And actually, now that I like know Sunny. She does not look like Leah and vice versa. They're both beautiful. But I saw this like really pretty blonde on our plane to Stassi and Bo's wedding. First class bitches. Mm-hmm. And she kept looking at me and I was like, is that? I need glasses, by the way. I need LASIK or something. But I was like, is that Leah McSweeney? Does As she... you keep standing up and turning around she to look four rows back. And then it ended up being this woman, Sunny. Yeah. And she's a listener of the Taylor Shrekker show. No, uh, well, both. Taste of Taylor, Taylor Shrekker show. And... um that was that I don't know if my it was my weirdest one but it was my best one because it was like in first class which we like literally had just booked five minutes before so to get on and like because when you're in first class and like you're not a first class girly you know yeah like we don't we're usually in storage with the plebs we're plebs so when we're in first class like I'm like I hope we look good I want to fit in I'm rich bitch yeah we don't scream first class so then to be especially when you when you sit down and you drink three Proseccos within a minute you don't scream first class (laughs) so then to be like to know someone first class and then have that person be like say hey girl hey and then say to her husband like oh my god that's taylor strecker i love her i've been listening to it for years it was like such a high that was a goodie and also you know how much i love saucy everybody so i'm not being shady but i said to her like i'm just really used to 
a lot of people sometimes knowing me, yes, they know me from SiriusXM, but those who don't like are like, oh, I'm a toaster and I know you from the toast or, um, you know, oh my God, I'm a huge fan of Stassi and I know you from like Stassi's podcast or a tour. So I said, oh, we're on our way to Italy to go to, St-. I, like I said, like Stassi and Bo's wedding. Like, obviously that's how you know me. And she's like, I don't know them. And I was like, so you mean, you know me? <laughs> <laughs> that just happened when we went to the um, NFC championship game. Yeah. Oh, the with, suite we were in. Yes. I, I just automatically assumed that the suite connect came through Claudia, Claudia and yeah. it was a toaster and she is a toaster. But what I didn't realize when we walked in was that the mom, her mom was like, Mary I listened to you for years on Sirius. And I was like, me. And I pushed Claudia down and I threw her over the balcony. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, they're still you toasters. hung her over. You <laughs> hung her over. Until, yeah. We don't need you. Yeah. Sacrifice Claudette. That's me. They invited. No, they invited both of us. But even still to be like equal billing, oh, the honor, honey. Speaking of the Eagles Were game. Were you so impressed? I was. Did it turn you on? Obviously. Always. Um, I'm I also on a, a lot. Little, no. I'm a little too sexual. This, this podcast is PG, I'm also baby. on a lot of hormones right now, so I oh. cannot be tamed. We're going to get to that. Um, no, the weirdest place I ever got shouted out with a hey girl, hey, was at another Eagles game. Love And that. I like came out of the bathroom. I was hammered. <laughs> and I'm like washing my hands, looking like a freaking mess. And some girl was like, hey girl, hey. I was like, your hands have not been washed, miss. So, uh, you know what? I actually just got Hey Girl Hayed. I got Hey Girl Hayed in the bathroom of SNL. Oh, yeah. Such a vibe. And she, then she, that bitch was in the front row. Yeah. Show yourself. Yeah. Who, yes, come forward. Who do you know? And how the hell did you get the front row tickets? <laughs> yeah, I right. need to know. Seriously. I was like, she can't see me. The Hey Girl Hey Girl can't see me up here. <laughs> Steerage. <laughs> this episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Ritual. You know who's kind of a hot mess? Obviously me, but like literally everyone, perfection is an illusion. So give it up already. And this is coming from a vitamin and supplement company. Ritual knows it's basically impossible to get all the nutrients you need from your diet 100% of the time. So they made a multivitamin that helps you focus on what's important, like filling key nutrient gaps to support foundational health. You know that I am like the queen of the hot masses, right? And when I tell you I eat like a college student, I am not joking or exaggerating. I have not been doing a very good job of eating well for what my body needs. But honestly, even when I do eat the things I'm supposed to eat for my body, my body's still not absorbing all those nutrients. So Ritual is literally saving my life by providing me with a multivitamin that like covers all my nutritional blind spots. And trust me, I have a lot of them. And listen, I know that there's like a lot of multivitamins out there. So for me, the problem was always like, yeah, I know I should take a multivitamin, but like which one? There's so many. And like, what can I trust? What can I? What's going to work? What's not going to work? Well, Ritual works. And here's how I know why. Ritual is a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is one of the few women's multis that's USP verified, meaning what's on the label is what's in the formula. Yeah, that's really important. It's also soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. Plus, they have a minty essence in every bottle that keeps things fresh and makes taking your multivitamin every day actually enjoyable. So instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Great news! Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash Taylor to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. 
Again, that's R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Ritual dot com slash Taylor. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And now back to the podcast. So, but wait, you want to know the, uh, the origin of Hey Girl, Hey? Yes. So when I was, you know, in the Wasbin world, I had, we had like, we had two friends that were a couple, okay? And okay. we traveled everywhere with them. They were like our like go-to best buds. And I love them. I lost them in the divorce. I actually willingly gave them up because I just think it's the cool thing to do. Um, but I still love them. So if you guys are sneakily listening, hey, girl, hey, and hey, boy, hey, and I love you still. I will say this, though. The husband, I just want to let you know, sir, that I don't know how the algorithm is set up, but Every fucking time I post a story, I have not talked to this couple in forever. <laughs> Every time I post a story on Instagram, he is like, he's like, first like, but like, you know, like first comment, first like. First he's, he's like story that. Story watcher? But he's first view. And I know he doesn't know that I can see it. Oh, it's no. crazy. So anyway. The jig hey, is head. up. Hey, boy. Hey. But so years, we're talking a decade or more ago, we were like, out one night for dinner and the wife was saying that she had just gotten her hair blown out and the girl that always came to blow her hair out um like she referred to her as hey girl hey because anytime she came over to blow her hair out it was hey girl hey anytime they were texting it was hey girl hey call hey girl hey and so is it because she didn't know her name oh my god that's hilarious that's something maybe. that's something i would do like hey girl <laughs> This is my friend, Sarah, your. <laughs> so, so anyway, we called her, Hey girl. Hey. And I just thought it was funny and cute. And so I started saying it. And then before you knew it, it just like took off. And now I'm stuck <laughs> with it forever. You, like literally, literally. So I like it. I feel like, yeah, it's I, fine. It's better than taste of Taylor. Oh my God. Uh, we just had a meeting about this with dear me. Stop. I'm uh, just kidding. It's, it's a fine name. Funnels. It's a fine name. No, only I can make fun of that. You can't make fun of that. Only uh, I can make fun of that. I genuinely think it's fine. Fine. It's a what a wonderful word I want to hear. Brilliant would like die for it. Unique. Spectacular. Fine. Fine's what you say when you're in a fight and you're mad. You helped me name that, you asshole. I, I, I remember saying yes. yes. I remember <laughs> voting. Uh, oh, what do they say? How do, you, how do you vote? Yes. Oi? Get out of my face right now. How do you say? Oh, it doesn't nay? matter. What's the opposite of You're nay? You're doing the thing I told you not to do before we started the podcast. What's the, what's the opposite of nay? Yay! Yes! <laughs> Sorry, Miss CNN. Said, Looks oh, like somebody said, isn't paying attention. You say oi, oi. I said, oh. Yeah, everybody in the Senate's all nay. Oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's Oy. the origin of hey girl hey well we've uh eaten away about half the time of the podcast we haven't even fucking begun so real quick just because i got to recap with anna but you didn't really get to recap snl and then the nfc championship game which yep. we were at in a suite in case you missed it um just give me like a handful of highlights because we ain't got time for this we got other shit to talk about Four highlights of SNL. Okay, go. Number one. Yeah. And right when it's starting and they're like doing the countdown. And you see all the people moving around. There's like a zillion different people. Yeah. Fixing all the, the sets and everything. Lauren comes out in his Lorne suit. Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels, the 
crew, you know, everything. the creator of SNL is standing in a suit and he's standing at the edge of the stage. And before everyone comes up, he shakes all of their hands individually. Like I almost started crying. I looked over to Ben, our brother-in-law, and he had tears in his eyes. And I looked at him and I said, I love Ben he so works much. for Ralph Lauren. And he and I said, does this remind you of Ralph? And he just shook his head. He couldn't even talk. He was so yeah. emotional because he he's close with Ralph. And he just like it's that like, you know, that they only have a couple of years left to in that job. Right. And it was just like so cool to see him doing that. So that was number one. Oh, wait. Speaking of, I have something to add. Yeah. I wonder if this is one of yours. There is no more chaotic energy or unhingedness, unhingedness. That's not even a word. Why did I correct myself? Then the runners. So runners. The runner. The runner. The runner. Do you remember her name? <laughs> Donna. Donna. Donna, you're a star. Donna. You're a star. Yeah, I think she, yeah, she's like she, been there forever. She stole the show. What? Sprints. Okay, so explain, explain. Donna is like, what would you say? In her 50s. Yeah. She has like short blonde hair, but like very like quaffed. Art, like art teacher vibes. Like, yeah. Like art oh. professor vibes. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Stevie Nicks clothes. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, Stevie. Slowing like the my wind. mom would kill if she bought her presents. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so she's she's clearly the head runner because she was running Michael B. Jordan, who was the host of the entire thing that night. And when I tell you, like, she was running like she was in an apocalyptic scene from what's that show we're watching? The Last of Us. The Last of Us. <laughs> Truly. For her life. She's running for, for her life. Truly. Literally, like, it is like, it's a life or death situation. And I don't know if you noticed that the other actors did have, if they were in the next yeah, every, skit, no, everybody had runners. had runners, but she was, she was, like she was the sprinter, the Mac daddy runner. And she, like the way she was running and bobbing, weaving and Michael B. Jordan, like I could tell he was like, I could properly like do this by myself. He was like being pulled <laughs> as fast as she could run. And he was like, Blowing in the wind. It was so funny. To be a fly on the wall, to like see his actual face, I would have, I mean. So I think you have to explain as no. soon as, no, <laughs> as soon as the skit ends and it like goes to commercial or anything, her hand is grabbing his to run towards whatever direction. Do you think she has she gets to, to run all the hosts? Yeah. Oh, she's, our friend who works there said she, Donna is the runner she is a chaos queen and that's a compliment okay yeah she was I awesome. love donna okay so that da, was da, da, donna okay go go you go. know what i thought was really cool maybe it's because i'm not on set very often but i thought it was cool when they were counting down from like 20 you know then 15 14 13 to literal live and the actors would start to like get into character like the like the mannerisms and they would start to and i'm like jerking you can't see me but they would start to move and like laugh and start to talk like the characters so as soon as it was live, they're like already in it. Method, baby. God, it was so cool. It was the like coolest thing sense, I've ever done. It was amazing. Okay. Um, two more. I loved that. Um, <laughs> then when it ended. Yeah. Uh, our friend, our friend works there. So we went He's back. the head writer of SNL. Yeah. So we went backstage and we went to like all the writers. Oh, 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 before we get there, this was actually really cool. What? As soon as the show ends and everyone's up on stage and they're hugging and the music's playing, mm -hmm. there's a curtain. If you're upstairs, there's a curtain that then opens and you can see the writer's room. So the writers open up their curtain. So, it, so it's, it's like you're clapping for the whole cast and but the host and, and the musical I just artist. got the chills, honestly. And then the curtain opens and you get to like clap for the writers because like they're, they're the brains behind And there's it. like 15, 20 of them in there and they have just like 
booze and they're hugging and laughing and they have booze oh boobs. boobs so many boobs 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 <laughs> what we're drinking right now booze <laughs> and they were just like hugging and they're like it's just so much work in like those you know five they're days writing, they're changing script like literally to the last second i mean they're they're not reading a teleprompter they're reading cue cards yeah these people these actors yeah they're literally oh my god that's like when i first uh, did my first show ever for younger <laughs> truly you that- this is so unprofessional <laughs> well see the difference with my cue cards and their cue cards were their cue cards were written my i i got the news before i went on that it was like so we didn't get a chance to finish your cue cards i was like <laughs> what these are un finished cue cards needless to say production changed from that season to the second season it sure did that cue card i mean and then i was just floating in outer space with no fucking cue cards you were such a champ people on that set who have like been in the industry for a long time were like i don't know how you do it no literally hillary (laughs) duff looked at me she's like this is the craziest thing i've ever seen i was doing live hits live commercial hits in on the commercial breaks for the show that was airing doing pirouettes it was like multicam. I was literally, it was like I was on a Broadway goddamn show. Like Come was, here, Nico. Come <laughs> over here. No, Hillary was like, are you okay? How are you doing this? I was like, girl, no, I am okay. unwell. I just got to push on through. And then when we got to the after show, I like melted into the ground. It totally sucked. But luckily I had a great interview a couple episodes later with um, Debbie. Debbie Mazar. Girl. And she was like, that just sealed the deal for me. So Debbie, shout out to her. I love Seriously. her so much. Hillary too. God, what a dream. What a Ollie dream Bernard, cast. Great, Everyone. Great cast. I miss them. Anyway, we got to get somebody. We got to get some of those kit, kitty cats back on the pod. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay so. okay. so then we went backstage and it's like real tiny back there. You know, it's not like these big open. So we're in this tiny little hallway. And yeah, we're like, standing. Even like, even like the head, one, of, one of the head writers, we were in his room. He, he's like a big wig. I don't well, want to say we, Before we even got there. So we're in this little hallway. It's literally like three feet wide. Yeah. And I'm standing there. With it's Michael Che, me, and Colin Jost. You, and was, you saw Michael Che? He was standing in the red jacket. I was so fucked up. <laughs> you literally were. He's first of all, he's huge. Yeah, I didn't realize how tall he was. Anyway, I'm standing in between them. But let's not forget, like we like had dinner before, so we were drinking. We had like a couple drinks when we were in, in like the lobby. No, but they were drinking. In. They were standing there with beers. Yeah, I know, but they had just gotten off of work, so like I was like. 1 30 2 o'clock in the morning college drunk and yeah. they were like first drink they were like like, like 803 drunk li- not even drunk like like, like happy hour exactly yeah. so then yeah we introduced ourselves to colin jost you shook his hand the hand that cupped the breast of the most gorgeous <laughs> woman in the world yeah he's gorgeous so cute in all the way we go down the hallway and we go into this office and i didn't read the name in the office yet and so we're sitting in this office with you know somebody who works there I no, no, no. I went to college with the husband of somebody that works right. there. And so I know somebody who works there through my sister. Yep. And I know him too. I sat next to him at your sister's 48th yeah. birthday. So like we have like a now this like little community of people who work there, which is like the coolest. The coolest thing, thing ever. ever. I mean, I knew I was a good social climber, but damn, Rita, you beat her. So we go back there and we go in this little tiny, tiny tea office. And we're all just like sitting crammed in there, like just, you know, standing around. I'm like pouring scott like nice scotch just like neat into a glass and we're sitting with steve higgins which some people will know steve higgins most people know him as higgins yeah is number one one of the longest standing producers of snl yep i don't think he was on snl he is jimmy fallon's sidekick yeah he has been the tonight show sidekick for years like he is the guy on the tonight well, show well luckily for me i knew none of this information <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was just like it's a 
I was just, I I literally was like in a corner, like Blair Witch Project. I'm like, so like the way I feel so bathos, but I I think I made like the worst impression. You literally didn't. Everyone was, first of all, by the time we all like sat down and started talking, it was almost two o'clock. We were delirious. We were delirious. Yeah, but these, this is their schedule. They're used, this is their work schedule. They're used to it. So we were all just like, they're shooting the shit about like whatever. And I go to the bathroom and I walk out of the office we were in. And the door across the hall, which is two feet from my face, says Lauren Michaels. I'm like, holy shit. I go to the bathroom. I come in. I realize that the the office that we were in was Steve Higgins' office. Yeah. Across from Lauren's. Yeah. And he's just like chilling on his couch with his son and his friend. Yeah. It was like so cool. I wish you had known who he was at the time, but he was like the nicest. No, I'm happy I didn't. <clears throat> I, think was, I, I think I do better when I don't know. He was like the I nicest, most normal guy. Like He was so cool. Literally awesome. So then we decided it's a good idea to go to the after party after party when we were leaving at 10 a.m. for the Eagles game. Yeah. Leaving at 10 a.m. Not yeah. getting up at 10 a.m. So we did. We went. We conquered. I, I asked Michael B. everybody's face. Yeah. I asked Michael B. Jordan if he was rooting for the Eagles or the Niners. And he said, he goes, Giants. How'd you feel about that? Um. I felt like it was in a personal attack, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not going to press charges, but. Um, <laughs> no, but I go like this, like with my eyes literally crossed on my way to the bathroom. I was like, <laughs> go birds. Cool. It was really fucking bathos. <laughs> yeah, we all. And I come back to the table. I'm like, did you guys see me there? You guys were like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. Um, okay. So then we get up and we go to the game. So real quick, NFC, because I talked about this with Anna too. Yeah. Shout out to Top Crop. Oh. HQ. Oh. Top Crop. Like craps in New Jersey. Anna. Um, Anna Pape and her family. Ugh. Like could not have been like more perfect hosts. And we're such incredible. animals. Like especially we're animals always just ask Michael B. Jordan because yeah. the way you like unnecessarily attacked him stalked through him? through his bodyguards. But like when we're at these Eagles games, I mean, you guys know the reputation of Eagles fans. Like they're monsters. So like we're we are next level and we were like you know, it's called the shampoo effect. Like when you wake up the next day after being like so drunk and you have one drink and you're like instantly back Smell to like drink. level 11. Yeah. So we were. And we had like pre-gamed with the wags. Oh, we pre-gamed with, did we ever pre-game with the My wags? My new best friends. I'm obsessed with them. Obsessed. Jordan. Hey, Nikki, hey, hey, Kelsey, girl, hey. you guys. Obsessed. Oh my God. Obsessed. So it was, it was an amazing game. But now tonight you're watching the game again. Want to tell everybody why you're doing that? Well, <laughs> Like, I don't think you guys understand the personal hell that I live in. Like, I had an uncle who's now my ex-uncle, okay? Mm -hmm. Betsy's husband. Yeah. And, like, whenever we talk shit about him, we're like, ugh, it's so annoying with the sports. He's a Boston fan, which, as far as I'm concerned, is equal to an Eagles fan. Y'all are all crazy. If you riot when you win, you're not well, okay? He was a Patriots fan? He was, like, an all-everything Boston fan. Okay. Okay. Celtics, everything. Like, you have a fucking, like, those who live in We're not houses. cheetahs. We're not cheetahs. Oh, my God. So, anyway. We but, don't deflate. We don't deflate balls. Seriously? This is not... You're not going to turn this podcast into a sports podcast. I swear to God. But um, I remember my mom being like, oh, I'm so happy you're not, like, with somebody who's, like, obsessed with sports. Cut to now. And they love you so much, they, like, let it slide. But seriously... Do you know your parents worried. text me before, like, every Eagles game? They're traitors. They <laughs> to, never told to me. To who? To me. You're an Eagles They're fan. They're encouraging you. Anyway. Yes, they should. Well, you can't watch a game that we were at. I think that that's abusive and psychotic. I'll be honest. <clears throat> and no one's ever going to invite me to a game ever again. 
I love watching it on TV. Yeah, never say that aloud. <laughs> I love Would being there. Would you prefer there. to have been at home watching? No, I was at the Cowboys game this year. I was at... Fuck the Cowboys! Yeah. Yeah! yeah. Um, no, I love going to the game, but I should restate that. I like rewatching the game when I get home because I can like actually see what okay, happened. Fine. Fair, fair, fair. Is fair, that fair? Fair, fair, fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to the Papes. It was awesome. amazing. It was so much fun. So great. Oh, I got a... Uh, we took an, an Uber back. You Claudia have like Yelda. a 2.5 rating. Oh, my God. First of all, he picked us up like three miles away from where I said to pick us up. I know. We had to walk to a casino. And then he gave me, he like <clears throat> complained about us because we were singing too loud. I'm like, are you joking? And don't well, listen to 80s power ballads. And we were drinking in the car. First of all, we weren't drinking in the car. My drink was already done. <laughs> and it was empty when I brought it in. So I was just trying not to litter. But so also, why do you think you're an Uber? If we were not drinking, we would be driving. Literally. What the they hell? should be thanking us. I should get an extra star on Uber. <laughs> I'm reaching out to them. Wait, how low did your I haven't score looked. Drop? I haven't looked. No, it was a it was a warning. It was like, this is a warning. If you get another warning, will you will deactivate deactivate no. my account. Can you imagine? Oh, we're fucked. Oh, then. we gotta be good gurns from here on out. Oh shit. We definitely can't be getting cars for the crew that we rolled with to the game. Nope. Never again. Not on my Uber, at least. <laughs> oh, shit. No, my Uber rating is like so bad. It's like a 4.72. Not that I just checked it. Out of a five? Yeah. It's it doesn't not good. feel that bad. You're like a 4.9. Not anymore. Am I? <laughs> Should I check it right now? Just real quick. Check it. I guess it's the next check. one. All right. Let's see what I am. Do you remember what you were? I remember you were like a 4.9 because you always get way better cars it was, than me. It was like. It was, I get like mad jalopies because of my score. Do you rate all of them? I don't read anybody. Okay. I give everyone five stars. <gasps> oh, no. 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 4.82. Yeah, bitch, you dropped. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm writing a letter. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. He literally made us walk like 45 minutes to pick us up at the casino. Literally. And when we were walking, we walked That's by bullshit. this bar. And there was a security guard, a bouncer outside the bar with a machine gun across his chest. Did you see him? No. I was like, Claudette. Does that man have a machine gun? She was like, yes, he does. Keep on moving. She was like, no. But like, she Honestly, was no I blame bullshit. Claudette because she was on the phone yelling at my driver. <laughs> I think that was more the issue. She, well, it was ridiculous. He wouldn't budge. I can't talk about it. Okay, so anyway, wonderful weekend. 13,000 steps later. As if that wasn't enough excitement that's going on. We have something very exciting to share with you guys. It's true. It's true. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Bowl and Branch. Oh. I don't know about you, but my bed is my haven. And in these cold winter months, I mean, I love it always, but I extra love it during these chilly, cold nights. It has to be the best of the best. And that's why I'm obsessed with Bowl and Branch. You're going to stay cozy all winter long with a set of buttery, they are like butter, soft sheets from Bowl and Branch. They're made with 100% organic cotton threads. And I'm telling you, they get softer and softer every time you wash, which is like, you know, when you get sheets and they're like perfect and then you wash them and they're like stiff and like, it's like sleeping in canvas. It's the worst. But Bowl and Branch, they just get better and better with age. I am telling you, I've had Bowl and Branch sheets for as long as I can remember. And so my bed is my haven, but also your girl loves a living room situation. And yeah, maybe I'm a little bit spoiled, but not only do we have the most comfortable sheets ever on our bed, but also Tay and I, every single day, 
after a long day of work, lay on our, we have two couches and we have bowl and branch duvet covers on our comforters. And when I tell you, it is like just laying in a cloud. I can't even, my family came to stay with us over Thanksgiving. We had like everybody in the family sleeping in our house. My parents were on an aerobed. My mother-in-law was on a couch. My brother was on a couch. And the way that they all raved about their pillowcases, their duvets, their sheets. Like my parents were like, this is the most comfortable bed we've ever slept in. That's an aerobed people. And I was like, oh, shoot. Now they know the beds are comfortable. We have the best bedding and sheets ever. They're going to ask to stay with us all the time. Bowl and Branch uses the highest quality threads literally on earth. Their sheets are made from slow-grown organic cotton for a superior softness and a better night's sleep. Now, this is so important. I mentioned that they're buttery to the touch, but they're also so breathable. It's such an important quality. So they're perfect in the winter, but also in the warmer months, they also have that breathability. I I never have to switch it up. It's like they're great in the winter. I'm not too hot in the summer. They're le perfect. And it's not just me. Bowling Branch is loved by millions of sleepers. And they're so luxurious. They're loved by three U.S. presidents, but only the good ones. You know what I'm saying? And they have over 10,000 raving reviews. So it's not just me. So my wife and I have the signature hemmed sheets in white and for our king size bed. But the Bowling Branch signature sheets come in 10 versatile colors in all sizes from twin all the way up to California King. So they got you covered. And they're made without toxins. Very important. Free from pesticides, formaldehyde, and other harsh chemicals. And Bowling Branch sheets fit the deepest of mattresses. And they're labeled, this is so important, with top and bottom tags. So it makes making your bed that much easier. And best of all, Bowling Branch gives you a 30-night risk-free guarantee with free shipping and returns on all U.S. orders. So what are you waiting for? Make the most of bedtime with Bowl and Branch sheets. Get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code Taylor at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowl and branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com and use that promo code Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. And now back to the podcast. So you guys know we're on this uh, IVF journey. You guys know that we're working with California Cryobank. You guys also know that we're working with CCRM for our fertility. Um, And we're like documenting the journey on our social media. So if you want to like see it, check it out at Taylor Strecker, at Taylor Donahue. But um, when we found out where our levels were for the IVF, we like we we've talked about this on the podcast before. We're like, yeah. we have to get our shit together. We have to like keep this mo- like we basically we thought we had all the time in the worm, and then we realized that we actually don't. We had a very limited like three month window to not only extract Tay's eggs, but and mine, but also to pick a sperm donor, right? Because they want to like what they, they call it retrieval. They retrieve your eggs. And then they make an embryo. And then we might sit and chill and then implant them like later on in the year right. to then get pregnant. But getting the embryos made, that is very time sensitive. So all of a sudden we're like, oh shit. Right. We thought we had a year. We have like less than three months to pick a sperm donor. So we were on California no Cryobank like all the time. I mean, I've been refreshing every five minutes for like since last summer. And there's so many great candidates, but like we were looking for something very specific. Right. And so we were looking for our brothers. <laughs> so incestuous. And no, psycho. but like kind of. We were looking no, for someone fully. who looked like our brothers. No, fully. Because they look the same. Yeah. So our brothers are identical twins. And we were at my sister's right before Christmas. So we've been like 
keeping this a secret. Our friends and family know, but we haven't told you guys yet. But we feel like now is the time to share. I like forgot to tell everybody. By oh the my way. god! Are All you my friends. Real? So now people are going to find out through this. Probably. Oh, they're going to be so mad. Like at you. we told our anyway. We t- we told our families, and then I forgot to tell everybody. I like, wait. Friend, what's going on? I had a friend who had a baby, and um, I had to find out on social media that this friend had a baby years ago, and I was so pissed. So now we're doing that to everybody else Shit. as well. Oh well, here I you think go. I've ta- I think I've talked to the heavy hitters. Anyway. Oh, that's even worse when you say that because now people know that you were the, thinking you, of them. You know, if you're my heady, heavy hitter, if you're not my heady hitter, my heady hitter. So it was December 22nd. It was about 11.30 a.m. Right. So Tay and I do this thing where we work together every single day. So we work from home. And we like ships in the night. We don't really talk or interact that that much except for like Tay to give me a quick hump in the kitchen or grab my sweaty boob. Accurate. (laughs) So Tay and my sisters was like, it was just Paige, me and you, and Scarlett was upstairs sleeping. Mm -hmm. Her husband was at work. My parents weren't there yet. And so you were like, can we do a midday lay? That's what we do. So it's like, a way to like reconnect during the workday. But like. It, so midday lay is like, I'll just lay it on the couch. I just want her to lay with me for like. On top of you. A, a minute. And then like at the end of the day. And like, scissor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Scissoring isn't a thing, Rachel. And then. Well played. At the end of the day. End of day lay. Just like. It's no, not, mid, this was a midday lay. There's was, a midday lay we, and an end of day lay. Right, but this was a midday lay. It was yeah. like around noon. And. I like you were laying on me and I had one arm on the computer. I was like, let's just And look. just so you know, I don't usually midday lay. Like usually I'm like, no, if I lay, I'll I'll never get up. I have to keep moving, moving. I'm like a shark. Correct. So I usually reject your midday lay. But it was like the holidays, we were winding down. I was done with the show. So I was like, I'll do a fucking midday lay with you. God forbid she lays on a wife. <laughs> so we midday laid and Tay was like, I'm gonna go in cryobank and just like like just poke just around and see. Look. And you went on and immediately there was like this little boy. <laughs> Stop it with the boys. So it's true. There was a picture. Little boy, little tiny boy, boy, little boy, I need you, boy. Okay. You no, there was not a boy. He's a young man. No, the, the first picture we saw of him was a young oh, boy. Because right, they show their baby pictures. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so it was a little baby boy picture. <laughs> and, and so I was like, oh, he's new and he's adorable. I was like, hot. That's the one. <laughs> and so. I clicked on him and it was like, oh, we were both like, holy fuck. We went fuck. from a cute little boy to a very gorgeous man. Like, whoa. What the fuck? So, and yes, are we saying that like, we're being like, oh, he's so hot. And we just said we wanted to find our brothers and <laughs> spoiler alert, he looked yep. like our brothers. So yes, uh, just, we're, you know. Exactly what we're saying. We're, uh, we're Jamie and what's her name? Lannister from Games of, Game of Thrones. Yeah. 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 We no, call. No, so we were like, he's our man. So we start like flipping I out. I was like, this is like a... And don't forget, it's right for the holidays. So like businesses are like winding down. People are about to be off. And like, if we've learned anything from California Cryobank, like when you, when you find somebody you want, you got to call because there could be a lot of other people who are wanting also yes. your same man. And this was like three days before Christmas and I called the office and she picked right up and she was like, the sweetest thing. They and were she so was incredible. Like, she was like, okay, let me see what I can do. And she was like, he just went on the market, whatever. And she's like, like this morning and he was like already we were taking the rest of the vial so he's gone and um yeah they can only donate 20 vials and so by the time we got there there were nine so yeah. uh it's like we're taking on she's like okay let me make sure we're secure and the them. reason why we're taking but i don't want people to think we're like ozempic greedy we're taking nine because i'm gonna pull my eggs tay's gonna pull hers we don't know how many kids we want you never know what's gonna take so the more vials you have the more of a chance you have of like 
you know, having a successful pregnancy with that guy. And also if we have siblings, if I might want to have one, Taylor, don't mm. say anything, but I'm mm. just, yes. But I'm just saying that if we have, like, you never know what, anyway, my point though is, is if we don't use them all, we can sell them back, like, like charitably, like to be like, we want to give no. his sperm available to somebody else. We could, I'm just saying. Any viable sperm that we don't use will go back. Right. Which is awesome. Right. So, yeah, we called and we secured them and she was like, okay, these are like, they, I wrote a note in all caps for the tailors. Do not touch. Like, these are sold. Yeah. And long story short, we got them. We got nine vials. We got them. And so I was like, oh God, okay. All right. We're going to like start this. So January 1st, I called uh, CCRM, our fertility clinic in New York. Yep. And I was like, I just got my period on New Year's Day when we were playing golf. It was so much fun. And, um... Yeah, so I've been going through the whole process. My retrieval is next week. Oh my god! I'm not sure is. what day. I've been going in like almost every day for monitoring, and I've been it's administering myself shots. Let's talk about the shots. Oh boy! Shot, 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 shot. Uh, uh. Nobody <laughs> wants shots. <laughs> so, um, oof. Day one was really brutal. We went to the office and they were like, "We're gonna see your levels, and if they're good, then we're gonna start the shots." We weren't prepared for that, so like it was like nighttime, and they were like, "Okay." Let's do them. And Tay had to do all her doses in that one moment. So it was like two separate shots. And I mean, so scary. it was, we have footage. You guys will eventually see the footage, but oh my God, I, I was crying. Like, I just love you so much. So to see you do something that's scary for you and also know you're going to be like, I mean, listen, it's not like fun. It hurts a little bit to give yourself a shot, of course. So I did do the first shot, which my mom was so proud of me for doing. And then you started crying. And then I started crying. You were like, I hurt you. I was like, it hurt burns. It like doesn't really. It just, uh, I was scared. So the first day was, well, first night was atrocious. But the next day you were like, I think it will hurt less if. I was like, I think I could do it the second day. And now, honey, you're like a fucking pro. Oh my God. It's crazy. Honestly, you're so good. I might let you start giving me Botox. Oh yeah? Yeah. You have like one wonky eyebrow. <laughs> I don't endorse that. No, I'm totally joking. No, I would the, never no, but go to anybody but my dad. But seriously, it they and they like joked about it. They're like, oh, it's like riding a bike. Like once like you do it, it's, it's fine. And it's like so easy now. It's like no big deal. And it's I'm not kidding you when I say I hate needles. When I get my blood drawn almost every day now, like I squeeze my eyes and they're like, Are you okay? I'm like, I promise I'm fine. I just I hate, hate, hate needles. But yet but here you are. But it's you know, it. It is what it is. Do you feel crazy? No. I have I got any hot flashes though. Yeah. <sighs> it's a real thing, huh? Yeah. Like once a day, I'm like so hot. But besides that, I'm fine. So we have our baby daddy. He is so handsome. We don't know his name. We don't know like, I mean, the, he, there's a picture of him with his, which we can't share any of this. It's like super no, confidential. No, no, no. HIPAA violation big time. But he like even has like a like he must have like a college shirt on or like a grad school or something because I think he we know he went to grad school, but I don't know if he's still in it. We don't even know. We don't know. Yeah. So um, but 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 they like they blocked out his like um, alma mater. Like we can't even see that. Like it's it's very, you know, they're very in support of the privacy, the privacy yeah. of the baby daddy. But damn, is he hot. And when we showed like family, like they were, I mean, you'll yeah. see their reactions. We're going to, we're going to be posting a reel yeah. definitely on my page. I think yours too, but we have to also yeah. like, it's, it'll be like a mix. Right. But, um, it is like just watching it back today when we were editing it down. It's like, oh my God. Like it's you can best. tell by the reactions, how 
hot he is. Yeah. Stassi was even like, because we showed her over FaceTime, and she was like, Jesus. She was like, that's not fair. He's going to be like, or your child's going to be like a model because (laughs) you're a model. He's a model. Model baby. We're going to put that kid to work motherfucking ASAP. We showed it to Claudia, and she goes, oh my God. (laughs) Yay. Thank you. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's the big news. We got the baby daddy. It's happening. It's all happening. I will say that we may or may not have gotten to a little bit of a fight on the way to the fertility clinic because I was having a mental breakdown about money. Mm. Par for the course. I know. But I will say that let's just be honest. We always do a little bit of therapy. So let's do like a little tiny therapy sash about this. Sure. So basically... I'm a worrier. I worry about money. And I also really worry about like quality of life and life changing. Right. Cause like I love my life right now. So like, and I'm, I'm self-aware enough to know that like when we have a child, it's going to change our life. Like for like, yes, for better, but also it's going to change things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. So we were on the subway there and I don't know who brought it up. It One was of us me. brought up. It was me. It's and, me. Hi. I was the problem. You're like, how me. much is this going to cost? And I was like, Oh, by the way, we're getting charged $12,000 today uh, on one of our credit cards. Who should it be? And I was like, I want a Chanel bag. I get a Chanel bag. You want a baby? You get a baby. <laughs> in your head, you say that. But it's I didn't not quite say it out loud, but I did no. say it. Uh, no, but head. it just like kind of triggered this like unknown, which is something we then talked about in therapy, which is like, yep, because we didn't fully talk about it transparently there. That's where the anxiety comes from. Right. And so in therapy and we, by we, we mean that Taylor had every piece of financial information and decided not to share it with me. Correct. Because she thought it would stress me out. Correct. Um, but then we learned in therapy that when you withhold financial information from me. People get mad. <laughs> <laughs> so we went through it and we actually worked it out. And actually, it's totally affordable. We can do it. And we're going to do it. I mean, yeah. it's not a question of doing it. But I just need to know because like all I was getting was just numbers in, numbers in, numbers in, numbers in, and no understanding of when that was going to stop. And when I would bring it up to you, Tay's response was like, Taylor, we're having a baby. Taylor, you just like, we'll just, figure it we'll out. We'll just figure it out. Oh. And I was like, that is so scary to me. Yeah. And like, yes, I have so many friends with kids that are like, it's crazy. You have kids and you just figure it out. I get it. But like, I would like to have some sort of like semblance of control. And I know that's ridiculous. Everybody with kids right now is like, ah, control. Right. But I mean, just like, just financially. Like, it's I just want to know what do. we're, like, it's not that we're, of course, we're going to do whatever it takes. But, like, and at least, like, to know the fucking beating I'm going to be taking mm-hmm. financially. And I just had a, truth is, I just had, like, a really bad year with taxes. So, like, the timing couldn't be worse. Yeah. But I can no. tell you this, the kid's way less expensive than taxes. So, hoorah. Who? How about this? Oi. Oi, oi, baby. Oi, oi, baby. Me in the middle on the money stuff, but also you said something that I thought was really interesting, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not children. Maybe it's something else. A wedding or living together. I don't know. The milestones of any relationship. But basically, you you never get mad in therapy. It's only just like me, like ranting and raving. Shocker there, not at all. But you were kind of like, I don't even feel like you're into this with me. Like, you don't, it doesn't even feel like you're on board with me. And so, but I was like sitting there, I, but like, I don't want to lie to you. Cause like, we are so honest in our relationship. Mm-hmm. So like, I am more scared than I am excited, but just cause I'm scared doesn't mean I'm not also excited. It just right. means I'm more scared right now than excited. And working out the money stuff and talking it through made me way less scared and more excited. But like, I don't know. I just 
like we are so simpatico and on the same page with everything that we do. And I do feel like this is the first time in our entire relationship where we are diff- like on different. Levels. We're on different sides of the spectrum. Yeah. I'm not a no, but I'm not like a like, wow, like you're like, I've never been like, you're not scared at all. I've never been more sure of anything. I've been waiting forever for this. Whereas I'm like, oh, I just thought if we put it off for a while, you forget. Yeah. Like if I could poke a hole in your condom, I would. You just have to be like thrown into the deep end. Like the slow burn for you is no bueno with anything. I know, but I will say I've talked about it with a bunch of my friends because you know me when I have something on my mind, I can't shut the fuck up about it. And I talked to a lot of people who were like either their husbands were like so distant and like they and they realized like, you know what? We're on different journeys. Like I'm excited. He's freaking. But like he'll come around and they always do. And then I actually talked to one of my girlfriends who she was the one that was dragging her feet and she carried like she it wasn't like she's not a lesbian. She couldn't have her partner carry. She's in the heteronormative relationship. She's with a man and he was gung ho and she was like, and now she's beyond obsessed. So, yeah, first of all, so many of the straight couples that I am friends with have gone through IVF because they couldn't get pregnant naturally. Yes. This is, I, I sit in that waiting room almost every day. It's packed. It is packed. I want to know everybody's women. stories. Remember that woman that was staring at me? Yeah, I know. I wanted to punch her in the face. I wanted to like <laughs> look at her and be like, take a picture. I was like, that was like <laughs> the energy that I was at that day. It was like 8.30 in the morning. Oh my God. Oh my Yes, God. I mean, I was like, what is she staring at? Well, she, She's my friend. Honestly, she was probably like, hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Oh, well, girl, if you were a hey girl, hey, I'm really sorry that I was giving you death stares <laughs> in the waiting room of CCRN. Just please have patience for me. And also, I want to just say, too, I realize this is about you. Amanda Hirsch, like, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago, she posted this funny thing about, like, um, how to be there for your partner when they're in the labor room, delivery room. And she, like, in the comment section, like, was dragging hubs or husb. 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 She gets so mad at me. Husb about um, like the dumb shit he said and <laughs> like did. And then so many people commented. Kelly like Ripper was crazy commenting. crazy shit that they said. The yeah. stupid, dumbass, crazy guy shit that their husbands did like while they were delivering. And the way I felt an anxiety attack coming on, like I was like, I refuse to, to fall victim d- to this and be like one of these guys on this list. No, I mean, you're going to be amazing. Give me a break. I hope so. But like, I just like know that I tend to make everything about me, me. And so I know that this is about you, but it's also about me. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm here too. You talk, look, you, you talk a big game. Your bark is, is stronger than your bite. Thanks. And you won't even let me lift the garbage bag out of the garbage can. And I'm just doing my egg retrieval. So I know I am not worried about, you wanting this child i'm not worried about you taking care of me i'm not worried about me taking care of you i know all that's gonna be fine well that's it for us this is a perfect segue to say if you love and support the taylors (laughs) please follow at those philly sisters on instagram I knew you were going to slip it in, you little At sneaky son those of a bitch. Philly sisters. Yeah, that's me and my sisters. That's our new Instagram. So Tay, you can follow us there. Tay and her sisters. Like, like I don't need help creatively with my Instagram. Let's just, <laughs> I, I need to start TikTok. But like, here you are starting 
a fucking Philly sport fan account with your fucking sister. It's, it's like, it's a passion. What can Listen, I say? You know how much I love you guys. I'll, like, obviously I love you. I married you. But like, I'm so in love with your sisters and have such a beautiful relationship with both of them together, but also individually. So I really do support this. Yeah. Follow them. It's called at those Philly sisters. And if you're a Philly sports fan, you're going to love it. And they're also gorgeous and they're silly and they're fun. And it's just, on it. I, I, I actually said to myself, I was like, oh my God, this account's going to pop off. <laughs> you're going to be like barstool sports, but like run by women for Eagles or, or for like Philly sports. Uh, I mean, honestly, you'll probably all be Philly sports because you get your own show. I'll buy us a house, honey. Was I jealous for a moment? Of course I was <laughs> by me. But I will say that I have the presence of mind to be like, your money is my money, and we didn't sign a prenup. La, la, la. <laughs> so reach for the stars, baby. If you love us and you don't want me to jump out the window <laughs> the next time we have an IVF payment, <laughs> please make sure, if you're not yet, make sure to follow this podcast, subscribe to it. Um, you just go up to the three buttons when you like look at it. There's like three little dots. Click on that. Just say follow. Bada bing, bada boom, you're following. And I'm telling you, I know it sounds crazy, but like, Rating and reviewing is huge for us podcasters. It's like tipping a waiter or waitress or like uh, a bartender. So please, if you haven't yet, rate. I know. I know my numbers. So I know not even nearly all of you have done it. Sorry, I don't mean to yell. I'm just stressed out about the child. So rate and review. I would like, you can just give me an HGH. Hey, girl, hey. It works like a charm. Five-star review. I mean, eh, yeah, it would be nice, but I'm not going to, you know, beggars can't be choosers. And then also, uh, if you love what you hear here and you want even more of it, make sure to go to patreon.com slash the Taylor Strucker show and sign up for my Patreon. It's a daily show, Monday through Friday. I have a rotation of fabulous co-hosts and um, it's a vibe and we do VIP videos and it's like everything. So please help me, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> help me, I'm poor. I know our apartment looks expensive, but you guys, I promise we get a really good deal. I know the landlord. <laughs> He was just over here. We're going to rent it out for a movie. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Something like that. So uh, anyway, no, I love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting this podcast, coming back every single week and listening, being engaged. And um, oh, follow me at Taylor Strecker if you don't already follow me. Um, And no, but really, Tay and I, like, it was so cool when we posted our first video of um, us, like, saying we were just starting the journey. I know we talked about this, but we were like, oh, we didn't realize that. We're going to get such a, like, response. Ravenous response, yeah. So, no, it really does mean the word to us. Like, Amazing, Like, for yeah. real. Seriously. And um, we couldn't do this without you. Like, actually. Yeah. So keep on listening. Yeah. Keep on rating. Honey, I love you. Thank you so much for love joining. Love you, too. Bye. And, guys, that's it for us. Uh, we have a Babette podcast coming with, with, with Mamadre. She's, like, a goddamn fan favorite. I mean, you are, too, Tay-Tay, but Babsy's Jesus Christ. a star. Babsy is a star. And um, solo pods to come and new, really exciting stuff coming up too on Taste of Taylor. So, uh, oh, yeah. Keep an eye out for that announcement. Oh, that is true. Yeah. I think you guys are going to love it. Anyway, guys, that's it for us. Have a great one. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.